it and burning evenly so far. And uh, we're here on 12-15-2020. Uh, late evening here in Ohio. I made some notes here so I don't have to stick my face right up to the camera and the computer screen while I'm talking. Although I know you guys love the extreme close-ups, right? Probably not. Um, I want to start out with talking about uh, Facebook. When people get on Facebook... And I'm I'm pretty bad at it, because uh, I fidget, and so I like I have to you know I have this machine now in the palm of my hand that I can you know pick up and fiddle with, uh, and I share a lot of things. Um, tonight I kind of got in trouble, not really, but uh, a friend of mine. <laughs> Uh, this young lady that I, I'm only friends with her on Facebook, but we have uh, quite a few mutual friends. Uh, she said that, um, she actually used the okay sign, but she meant this. I think it might have been this, maybe my eyes were deceiving me. This, she said she was this close to starting an OnlyFans because she's a single mom, works two jobs, and... One of them is uh, in a beauty shop in Ohio, and the other one is in a restaurant in Pennsylvania. So Pennsylvania just uh, went back into draconian shutdown mode, and uh, the restaurant she was at said, you know what, we can't do this. We're just going to we'll carry out only service I think it's like, I think it was Sunday they started it, so two days ago, and I commented on her post, and it got quite a few laughs from people, uh, it's, it's something like, you know, I, I'm an official OnlyFans photographer for single moms, and uh, she she laughed at it. And, but a friend of mine said, texted me like, uh, probably a few hours after I posted the comment. He's like, uh, John, erase this post right now. I opened my Facebook news feed and this was the first thing at the top of my news feed. Now, I'm a, a member of a board of education in my town. And I guess he thought that could be offensive to some people. Um, I don't because obviously she is joking. She is not going to do an OnlyFans page. And, you know, for years, uh, this friend of mine and others have gotten on me for, uh, for, for t my photography, particularly at the, the Arnold Classic of female bodybuilders and posting pictures of women with muscles on Facebook. Now this young lady, she's, uh, she's beautiful. Uh, she, I mean, any, you put tons of makeup on anyone and filters and air, you know, the way they edit photos now, uh, anybody can be a model. 
Uh, heck, you put me on television and people would, girls would be like, oh, ooh, that's, you know, this great looking guy. And, you know, friends that grew up with me would be like, yeah, that's just Big John that we've known for 44 years. What the heck? Um, but anyway, so this, my friend uh, deemed this offensive. He's like, John, take that down right now. Uh, you know, so I that was just one funny Facebook story from the night. But uh, another friend of mine posted an article from uh, a network I like to call PMSNBC. Uh, now, I went to post that PMSNBC and in response to this young lady, lady, she's not young, she's got to be at least 40. In response, I, I took the article itself. I didn't re, I didn't share her post. I posted, don't get your information from NBC. And then I put something like, or what was MSNBC? What did I call it? Media. Media Socialist Network Bureau of Communism. So MSNBC was the Media Socialist Network Network Bureau of Communism or something like that. And then I, I put comma CNN, the Communist News Network, and then comma Fox News, but I spelled Fox F-A-U-X as in something that's fake. I've not been a fan of Fox News for a good five years, and simply said, it's more opinion than news, and people in Republican circles would constantly go, well, Fox News said, well, Fox News said, and I'm like, why, why do you start every conversation out about politics or, or something like that with Fox News said. I don't want to know what Fox News said. Fox News can't say anything, first of all. Fox News is a corporation. What is a corporation? It's a name on a piece of paper, and that piece of paper is signed by the owners of the company and it's sent off to the government to be recognized as a corporation. Well, a piece of paper can't talk. So Fox News can't say anything. But don't tell me Fox News said. Tell me what you said. If you want to watch Fox News, America, what is it? the new one is One American News Network. Um, I've been looking at Newsmax.com lately and JustTheNews.com because I don't want somebody's opinion. I just want to hear the news and, and decide for myself. But this friend of mine, she posted the PMS NBC article and it said a House Democrat wants the 126 Republican representatives who supported Trump, the Trump Texas lawsuit banned from Congress. And it, 
in her status as she shared the article, she said that Republican leaders were going to destroy our democracy. And her and her friends in the comments were just all over this, just boasting how they agreed that these 126 people should be banned from Congress. Now, these are the kids in school that did not pay attention in social studies, civics class, government class, history class, whatever they called it at your school. These were the kids that said, well, why do we need to learn this? This is stupid. This is boring. Man, I loved history. I learned, I loved learning about how our government worked. I was like a news junkie, a nerd at the age of like five and six years old. I remember um, I was a little kid and <laughs> dude, it was so cool growing up in the 80s. But me and my friend uh, Timmy, it's his real name, and I think his brother, brother Robbie and sister Andy were involved in this. Uh, we were running around the neighborhood, in and out of one another's houses, playing Army. Or maybe we, we called it G.I. Joe. But we were playing. We had guns, dude. We had, I had a, a plot, well, M16s are made of plastic. But uh, I had a toy M16 machine gun that made, like, real machine gun sort of sounds when you pulled the trigger was the exact size and looked just like the real thing but we were smart enough not to uh, point it at people and threaten them and we had parents that told us now don't point that at somebody but it's just a toy well it doesn't matter don't point at somebody that might think it's real uh, I had a, a pump shotgun a pop gun as they would call it you pulled the lever down just like on a, a real uh, 12 gauge shotgun. Not a click clack one, but the, the other kind where you would pull a handle down and then back up, kind of like the old West style shotguns. And when you pulled the trigger, it made a pop sound. It sounded pretty, pretty realistic. Not quite as loud as a real shotgun, but for a kid, and it was made out of metal, metal, it was made of metal. Uh, I think the stock may have even been made out of wood. If not, it was a very close uh, uh, similarity of plastic that looked really wooden. I have a famous picture when I first got this toy gun. My grandpa just came home from a Lions Club meeting. And he had the, the Lions Club, the officers wear like a vest. And it had all these pins, and he had a chain that went across it that held the two sides together. And had a Lions Club logo in the middle. And uh, they wanted me to get my picture taken with my path and my new pop gun. And so I, I did. I don't know. I was like a shy kid, so I went. We went around to this back part of the backyard where I thought no one could see me. And I'm holding the shotgun, and my pap standing behind me with a big smile on his face. But anyways. 
back to running in and out of Timmy Long's house and the neighborhood, um, I was such a news nerd and junkie that we, we were just, they were just playing army. I mean, but I was like really into it. I was like, young Lebanon ceasefire, Lebanon ceasefire. Because that was like the big thing in the news was uh, the battle between, you know, uh, Israel and uh, the Palestinian Liberation Organization uh, over, I think, the West Bank uh, or Gaza or something like that. Uh, but that was like the nerd that I was. These other kids in school, not my buddy Timmy, but uh, other kids that were always going, what will... You know, history, man, it's nothing but dead presidents. It's nothing but, you know, dead people. Why do we got to learn about the past, man? I want to learn about my future. Man, those people didn't even have a future, most of them. Most of them, you know, God bless them. You know, some of them are still alive today and still friends of mine. But, you know, they were the ones that, you know, in eighth grade were, you know, doing drugs already, drinking alcohol already. Uh, and throwing away their, their little lives, unfortunately. But these people that just didn't pay attention in social studies class are now the adults that are voting. They're throwing their opinion on Facebook. And it's not like this woman's opinion mattered. She's entitled to it. It's, you know, first amount of free speech. We're entitled to our opinions. But, you know, her Facebook post isn't going to do anything other than rile me up. And, you know, but the 126 Republicans that they're saying they want banned from Congress, a person in Ohio does not have the right to say that 126 other representatives should be banned from Congress and no Congress person, Speaker of the House or anyone else should be thinking of banning other members of the House of Representatives from Congress because of a stand they took on an issue. One, that's their job to take stands on issues, whether it's uh, the environment, taxes, schools, or the presidential election. These 126 people were duly elected by the people of their district to represent the people of their district. This is what you've got to understand, people. Anyone other than your congressman or senator is not your elected representative. And you don't have the right to say that the people they represent should no longer have representation in Congress. Okay, remember we, we fought a revolutionary war over taxation without representation. That we had no representation in the British Parliament and therefore we rebelled at, because Britain said you are our colony, you are not your own independent countries, which at the time we were 13 independent states, and then eventually they joined and became the greatest nation on earth, but 
these people that are saying on Facebook, the keyboard warriors, I sometimes call them, are saying that duly represented, elected representatives who do not represent them, represent people of 126 other districts, not any district, well, some of them were from districts in Ohio, but not the district of these people I'm speaking about. <coughs> you do not have the right to say those 106 congressional districts do not should not be allowed representation. And your point of overall the Republican representatives, congressmen or politicians, whatever, are going to destroy our democracy. We don't live in a democracy, people. Yes, we have a democratic way of voting. We elect our representatives, but we are a representative republic. We rep we elect representatives to then go and represent us in Congress or our state legislature or the United States Senate or our state Senate. The people from Ohio have no business to tell someone, let's say just from off the top of my head, Nevada. They don't have the right to tell a congressional district in Nevada well, your congressman said something that we don't like, so we want them taken out of Congress because we're big babies. And these aren't even millennials. These are middle-aged, grown people that should know how the, the Congress works. Uh, you know, just like the people say, I don't understand the Electoral College. I hate the Electoral College. No, dummy, then you're stupid. The Electoral College is what keeps all of us equal. Now, do I like the fact that Joe Biden has presumptively won the electoral vote? No. But I can't take the electoral representatives away from the people of Georgia because they are doing something I don't like. Joe Biden only won 16% of the counties in this country. Do you know what that means? If we didn't have the Electoral College there to make everything equal and force presidents to care about smaller states, for example, Ohio is kind of a, a medium-sized state, but Ohio deserves just as much uh, attention of the president as New York. Well, if there wasn't an electoral college and Ohio's 16 electoral votes, then Ohio wouldn't matter to the president. New York, California, and Texas would dominate everything. And New York and California kind of have the same views in certain ways, uh, in certain parts of those states. Now, you do have some conservative uh, sections of California. Then you have some extremely liberal sections in California where you have to have an app on your phone where it maps out the piles of human feces so you know not where not to step. 
uh, you know, then you have some very liberal parts of New York, and then you have some other parts in rural New, rural New York that are a, a little more moderate, a little more, you know, I wouldn't say conservative, but a little more commonsensical, uh, you know, middle of the road. But the whole rest of the country should not be dominated by those two areas. And then, you know, maybe Texas would uh, throw some things in there every now and then in Congress and the Senate to the president to uh, balance things out somewhat. And without an electoral college, that's how the country would be run. Oh, you know, I really don't like, and he's dead now, may he rot in hell. The comedian George Carlin. When I was a kid, I always have, and I still do love stand-up comedy. Uh, but when I was a kid, you know, I listened to like Bill Cosby. I never got into Eddie Murphy or Richard Pryor. But the one uh, controversial comic that I really thought was so cool and philosophical was George Carlin. And then, like in my you know, late 20s or 30s, I was like, man, this guy's a jerk. Uh, he, anyways, the only thing that I agree with him on now is that you, you think, he said, you think about how, how dumb the average person is. And then you realize half of them are dumber than that. That's just how I feel. Like, the average person is so dumb. And then, wow, crap. Half the people in the world are even dumber. That Let that sink in for a minute while I smoke on my stogie. Look through my notes here. So, um... I looked up we now have seven states that have sent dueling or competing or whatever you want to call it we'll call them dueling electors to the uh, Congress those states are Michigan Arizona New Mexico Georgia Pennsylvania Wisconsin and Nevada so there, those were states won by Joe Biden so far. But they also sent an alternative set of electors. That's what the, the media and everyone is calling them. Alternative electors uh, for Trump. On January 6th, the House Representatives and Mike Pence will, and the Senate too, will have to vote to to, oh, um, I guess, accept these electors. And what is going on, there's so much controversy about votes and voting machines and signature verifications. Were, uh, I think it was the Wisconsin Supreme Court just ruled that the pandemic was not just justification to allow total mass mail in voting 
previously, I guess, Wisconsin was one of the states where you had to request an absentee ballot and you had to give reason, like I'm, you know, uh, crippled or sickly or I'm going to be out of state on election day or out of my poll, away from my polling location, uh, too far away to cast my vote on election day. So the Wisconsin judge ruled that mass vote, mass mail out voting Mailing out, you know, uh, ballots or ballot requests to everybody was not excusable because of the pandemic. <clears throat> now, where does that leave us? Do all those votes that were mailed in get thrown out? Well, they're not. They're now mixed in, I, I would think, mixed in with the uh, other ballots. I don't know how, if maybe Wisconsin kept the mail-in votes separate. But where do the, what happens to those votes? That's one of the reasons why, probably why Wisconsin sent two sets of electors. The ruling theory is the states sent two sets of electors because there are so many uh, objections and court cases and legal fights still to go on, that it's possible some of these uh, states could be turned and the electors would have to be switched. Now, that's one way of doing it. This happened in 1960 with Hawaii when Richard Nixon was vice president and was running against John Kennedy. They found out after the Electoral College voted that Kennedy really won Hawaii. So Nixon had to make a decision to accept the Kennedy electors over the electors who were slated to vote, who had voted for him, which kudos Richard Nixon for following the rules and making that switch. But this could happen. Also, what could happen is the Republicans could object and say, well, we have two sets of electors, electors, however you want to say it, electors from these seven states. We don't know which ones we should acknowledge and which ones we shouldn't. So this, those seven states' votes should be thrown out those seven states' electoral votes should be thrown out altogether. At this point, the projection of the Electoral College is Biden 306, Trump 232. Now, another reason that this is up in the air, some of these states used the Dominion voting systems. There are a couple of layers to the Dominion voting systems. But in Antrim County, a solid red county, where you see a Trump sign and flag in almost every yard, 68% inaccuracy in the vote count. Okay? One place I heard votes were being counted at two, as two-thirds for Biden, one-third for Trump, which means some Trump votes got switched to Biden votes. 
Now I told you I've been getting more and more information off of Newsmax and uh, justthenews.com. House, there's one House Republican who vows to carry on Trump's fight. Uh, he is Mo Brooks, Republican from Alabama. Bama. Ugh. See me, I have to support the tide. I have to support the Crimson Tide. Really? Okay, just this one instance. Mo, hey Mo! Uh, <laughs> sorry, that was a terrible Three Stooges impersonation. I hate the Three Stooges, by the way. Mo Brook, Republican Alabama, says he will object on January 6th. Now, in my opinion, every House Republican needs to object on January 6th. Every single one of them, when they get their moment on the House floor, needs to object at least to the votes in Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, PA, Wisconsin, Georgia. Um, I have to flip a page back to see what Wisconsin, Georgia, Michigan. How, leave it to Michigan to screw things up. You know, they tried to screw up Ohio State's football season by chickening out of the last game of the year so that Ohio State couldn't have enough wins to play in the Big, Ch Big Ten Championship this Saturday. So the Big Ten had to change the rules so Ohio State could beat up Northwestern in the Big Ten Championship. And we've beaten Michigan like 10 years in a row. That team up, pardon me, that team up north as we affectionately call it. But every House Republican, in my opinion, needs to object on January 6th to these four states' votes because there were so many irregularities, so many computer machine, voting machine inaccuracies that it's insane. There are like 17 uh, things they call bellwethers or what bellwethers, yeah, to say that, you know, the incumbent will win the election. There are certain states like <clears throat> Ohio, if you win Ohio and Indiana and Iowa, because those, those three states are a cross-section of demographics that represent the, the larger country, as a whole, like for a long time, if you won specifically Stark County, Ohio, you would carry the rest of the country. And Time Magazine sent a reporter to Stark County, Ohio to see what was going on. Why is this a bellwether for the rest of the country? Well, what they found was demographically, uh, economically, uh, everything. Stark County had such a uh, broad 
base of people that it was kind of a, a microcosm for the rest of the country. And Ohio itself is a very diverse state, though we don't get credit for it. Uh, and so we kind of show a cross-section of the country. Now, it used to be you needed Ohio to win because we had 20 electoral votes. But, uh, you know, through changes in time, <clears throat> people have left the state. Uh, and so our electoral votes went down. But uh, they're actually going to go up after this census because people have been moving to the state. Because we've had back-to-back uh, -back Republican governors, good Republican governors. As much as I, you know, don't really like John Kasich's politics, he did uh, an okay job of bringing jobs back to the state and people. Anyhow, but every House Republican needs to object when they get their time. They need to object. Doesn't matter if the objection fails overall in general. They have to fight. We have to show America. We have to show Democrats. We are not going to be the party that lays down and takes it anymore. We have to show that we're still fighters. Uh, another thing Newsmax had was uh, McConnell urged Senate Republicans not to object when Congress ratifies the presidential votes on January 6th. Mitch McConnell, <clears throat> who had, after the Electoral College voted yesterday, uh, Mitch had started referring to Biden for the last 24 hours uh, as president-elect. Not going to crucify the guy for that. He did give the White House a heads up that, hey, I'm going to start saying President-elect Biden. I don't really care. He's not my president. He won't be my president. But the reason McConnell is doing this, people don't understand something. It's ass-covering time. January 6th is the day that the Congress in a joint session overseen by Vice President Pence certifies all these electoral votes. It is also the day of a runoff election in Georgia for two Republican senators. Uh, Trump is going there this weekend and probably a few more times to campaign for these two Republican senators. But that aside, McConnell is walking on eggshells because if Biden is going to be president and the Democrats have a small lead, even though Republicans gained House of Representatives seats, the Democrats still hold the House of Representatives for at least two more years. McConnell has to make sure we control the Senate so that the Republicans can block uh, Things like packing the Supreme Court, things like uh, Medicare for all, which would be a disaster, uh, expansion of Obamacare, uh, all the cockamamie things, the Green New Deal. If McConnell doesn't have his Senate to hold off the Democrats 
the country is in big trouble. Big trouble. So this is just McConnell trying to cover his own ass and be like, you know, Trump, it ain't looking good, buddy. It ain't looking good at all. I got to get these two senators from Georgia reelected or we're going to be screwed. So he gave the White House a heads up that he's going to start saying President-elect Biden. Uh, I don't know that he gave the, the uh, president the heads up that he was going to urge senators not to object on January 6th. But I think this is his reasoning behind that. <coughs> is he needs to make sure that these two Republican senators get reelected. And if people in, if the filthy Democrats in Georgia see that, oh, our boy Biden might be in a little wee bit of trouble, they're going to start stealing votes again in Georgia. You already have them urging people to move to Georgia to vote. You have Repub or Democrat actors and actresses pretending to be Republicans and making Twitter videos and doing advertising saying, I'm a Trump Republican and these two senators didn't stand up for Trump. Yes, they did. The only thing wrong that one of them did was one referred to Joe Biden as vice or president-elect Biden. That's the only thing that these two senators have done wrong. They fought for Trump in Georgia. But you have fake Republicans going down there saying, uh, well, we're having a uh, pro-Trump rally uh, and we want you to stay at home and not vote for these two Republican senators because they didn't support Trump. Well, that would give control of the House, the Senate, and the presidency to the Democrats, and they would be able to ram through anything they wanted. Okay? So McConnell has to cover his butt and keep these two, at least one, but I think, I think they'll both win, Republican senators in Georgia. And he doesn't want this electoral uh, college ratification on January 6th to uh, interfere with that. So, uh, over on justthenews.com, there was a report, Michigan Legislature presses ahead with investigation into election irregularities. This is um, partly re revolving around the uh, ill-fated Dominion software. Uh, Dominion Voting Machines, Dominion Voting Systems, however you like to phrase it. Uh, they, they're seeing where Biden received thousands of Trump's votes. And, you know, Biden, okay, Trump was winning the state by hundreds of thousands. And then suddenly Joe Biden surged ahead and won by like 140,000 votes. But if enough voting machines were like the one in Antrim County and counting each vote for Biden as two-thirds of a vote and each vote for Trump as only one-third of a vote, then you see how that, that hundreds of thousand 
vote lead for Trump that we all went to bed with on election night and woke up to something totally different Wednesday morning could change. Also, you had the rumors of ballots being brought in in the middle of the night and counted uh, without Republican elector or poll watchers there. You have these stories and eyewitness testimony of Republican poll watchers being booed or booted out and che people cheered as they were thrown out. And one lady was mistaken for a Democrat, which shows you how prejudiced the Democrats are, because she was a person of color, uh, Indian, dot, not feathers. She, uh, well, yeah, she was mistaken for a Democrat. And the Democrat uh, vote, voting supervisors told her, we got to get these SOBs out of here. We got to keep an eye on these SOBs. And she's like, what SOBs? And the lady said, you know, the Republicans. And this uh, woman, this Indian woman said, well, she's an American, but she's just because she said herself, because of the color of her skin, they thought she was a D and not an R. And then she says, well, I am a Republican. Well, then they started treating her like crap. And they called her a traitor. How are you a traitor? Because you're a woman of color and you don't go along with the Democrat machine? You're, you're a bad person? You're, you're a traitor? Sounds kind of racist to me. But then again, the Democrats are the party of the Ku Klux Klan, the party of Jim Crow, the party of <coughs> keeping minorities on the welfare plantation, as Dinesh D'Souza would say. So, it doesn't surprise me that Democrats would assume everyone with a, a dark complexion is one of them. White liberal Democrats. And if you ever want to hear an interesting story, look up what Malcolm X had to say about the white liberal. He said, the white liberal is the most dangerous thing in the Western Hemisphere. He said, it's like, it's like a fox and a wolf in the woods. You know the wolf is dangerous. Now, he's calling Republicans and conservatives the wolf. But he said the fox is even more dangerous because... The wolf you know to look out for. But the fox will come at you and show you his teeth in a manner in which it looks like he's smiling at you. But really, he's preying on you. Look that up. Malcolm X on white liberals. I like Malcolm X. Not as much as I like Martin Luther King Jr., But, well, at a time when black people were told to hate themselves, this is from Malcolm X, he said, you know, who told you to hate the shape of your nose or the, the shape of your lips or the the, um, what would you call that, the texture of your hair. You didn't teach yourself to hate yourself for those things. 
whites taught you to hate yourself for that. And that was true. During a time of segregation, racism, real racism, in this country, you know, Malcolm and Martin Luther King Jr. stood up and, and took a stand and fought to change things. And later in his life, Malcolm, before uh, Louis Farrakhan and um, Elijah Muhammad had him assassinated, Malcolm was starting to turn into a, a different kind of Muslim where he made his trip to Mecca uh, and changed his name to Malcolm Shabazz. And he was starting to see, you know, where, you know, white people weren't that bad, we should be friends. He's known for his radicalism because his, his uh, moderate uh, side of his career was cut short by the Nation of Islam itself. And the Nation of Islam is a lot different than the Middle Eastern Muslims. And even among those sects of Muslim, there are variations, but we're not going to get into that. The fact of the matter is, to wrap all of this up, you will never ever in my lifetime, with the evidence I've seen presented by Rudy Giuliani, to multiple state legislatures, and those state legislatures agree with Rudy Giuliani that there were inaccuracies uh, and discrepancies in the voting system. That's why seven of them sent dueling electors to Congress. You'll never convince me that this election was not fraudulent and stolen by hook or by crook, they were going to get Trump out. The media is on their side and helping them. That's why I recommend you listen to people like Tim Pool, Stephen Crowder, Newsmax, JustTheNews.com. These are the news sources of information and news. <clears throat> Content providers like myself and others are going to sort things out for you. And I will tell you I'm giving you my opinion. I'll read you highlights or sometimes I'll read the whole articles. But I'll read you the news and throw my opinion in there. But I'm telling you it's my opinion. I've read so many news articles in quotes, article in quotes, on this podcast and rumble.com and formerly on YouTube um, that... I sit there and I, I get three or four sentences into it and I go, this is an opinion. This is an op-ed. This isn't a news report. They're working their opinion into the article. So ending the broadcast, watch what you're listening to. <clears throat> Educate yourself on American government if you're not educated already. Go, oh God, even if you hate Trump or think you hate him, and, you know, PMSNBC and Clinton News Network, have you convinced that Trump is the devil? Watch his speeches yourself. Go to his YouTube page while it's still there. 
and see for yourself what he says, you'll see it's a totally different thing than what the news media, the fake news, the state-run media is telling you. And you'll have a whole new perspective and you'll be a whole lot smarter. Read the Constitution for yourself. It's available online. Get off Pornhub for 10 minutes, you pervs, and read the frickin' Constitution. That's the, the rule of the land. And it's such a broad, diverse document that it's open to interpretation and open it changes with the times without it without the constitution itself having to be changed now there have been 26 or 27 amendments but for the most part aside from those amendments and those amendments are important they don't have to change much more you know we got the a lot of the the kinks and the bad things worked out in the 27 amendments to the Constitution. We don't need a 13-member Supreme Court or a 50-member, well, it can't be 50, there's got to be an odd number, 49 or 51-member Supreme Court because the Supreme Court interprets that document, the Constitution, and they say, is this constitutional or not? Okay? So the document that was so well written early on and then had to be amended a few times to work out some other bugs, fix some wrongs, right some wrongs in the 27 amendments, is so diverse and broad and open that it can change with time and it can change to fit today's times so that it doesn't have to be thrown away and some new peace-loving, dope-smoking, new version of peace, love, and God only knows what else these Democrat liberals want to make the law of the land. Okay? So, good night. God bless you. Pray for one another. And as always, I love y'all. God bless you all. Have a wonderful, wonderful life. Oh, and Merry Christmas if I don't see you again.